Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you hear what he said? What? No. If there is a source, that source is unemployed. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I'm telling you, football people, shit, chat, 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 chat. Chatty Cathy. And this is why I don't understand Urban Myers. like, I'm not used to this. Real talk. This is the way it works in the NFL. The Rich Eisen Show. Real talk. Earlier on the show, NFL Network reporter Tom Pelissaro, Packers wide receiver Devontae Adams. Still to come, Rams tackle Andrew Whitworth, plus actor Terry Crews. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Some of my favorite people are coming up this hour, and hopefully that includes you at 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Terry Crews uh, will be joining this program. I just love this guy and everything that he does. He just has such an incredible energy, and uh, he's got a show called Rumble, which is available for streaming tomorrow exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Um, he spent three seasons in the NFL back in the day, and I have not seen him since he and I sat in front of a green screen on one June day uh, trying to make the Jonas Brothers look like Olympic athletes. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Terry Crews will be joining us in uh, just about 20 minutes' time. And then there's this guy uh, who I, I love. I just love watching him play, and what he does in the community has made him the Rams' Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee. Last night he became the first 40-something to play the tackle position in a National Football League game, and the Rams came out with a must-have, and they got it in Arizona last night for the uh, now 9-4 and Los Angeles Rams on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, our friend Andrew Whitworth. How are you, Whit? How's it going? How are we doing, Rich, man? Glad to be on here with you. I'm doing great. How does it, I mean, you know, I guess I feel, how, does, how does it feel to be a 40-year-old man? Is, uh, you, you turn 40 Sunday, then you play Monday, now it's Tuesday. How's it feel, Andrew? You know, it's it's nice to have a victory in your forties. You know, uh, get a W. My first, my first. You know, I don't have many firsts these days. So, my first win as a forty-year-old in the NFL feels pretty good. I bet the sense of accomplishment must be off the charts, though, Andrew. I mean, that's a hell of an accomplishment, no question it about is. it. You know, as, as I've told people, it, you know, this is more one. It's, it's not about the great times. It's more about the bad. It's it's uh, you know to play this long and play at this age. You've uh, You've had to fight through injuries and, and time and, and things of just not feeling good and maybe setbacks or times when you've struggled and, and you've had to uh, overcome and kind of stay the course. And so it's one of those things that uh, just a sense of pride and joy to, to you know, push yourself through, a, through something you didn't think was really possible. And, and then now you're here. And so it's, uh, it's definitely something that my family and all of us and, and 
uh, very proud of. I mean, there's a photograph we're showing up on the screen right now, Andrew, from your Instagram account at Andrew Whitworth 77 of you coming off the field and you're flanked by to your left, your quarterback, Matthew Stafford, and to your right, Cooper Cup, who's got a phone in his hand. Are you FaceTiming someone right there? What was that? What was happening? Uh, that was for the NFL. They do, a, you know, let the guys kind of film a little segment as they walk off the field. So they always – Coop uh, Coop is the go-to for that. So he usually tries to find somebody else to uh, get them on the screen. And uh, he had walked up to try and get me to say something. So I was, we were having some good fun on the uh, FaceTime for the NFL. Okay. So that's what you were doing. And then uh, there was another photograph – of you and what appears to be your family did you adopt uh did you adopt jay glazer what's his head doing in the middle of that photograph you know uh, what, uh what's going he, on there know, he he let the uh wife and kids stay at his place because uh, they flew over for the game ah. so uh they stayed there the night before and and uh stayed at his his home there and uh they had a big him. time so they were happy happy to be there happy to be around uncle jay that's so cool look at that never give up daddy What what does that mean to you on that front, uh, it means a lot. It's something me and the kids talk about all the time. Um, you know, the, the ability to, to choose to keep moving forward and never giving up, and uh, always persevering for what it is that you want to do, no matter what you do in life. Man, just them that attitude of uh, keep pursuing your dreams and keep pursuing a better version of yourself every day. And so, we talk about that a lot. And I thought it was cool that their mom gave them a chance to write whatever they wanted down, and that was what the kids chose. Yeah, it's funny. My, my, mine, if given that opportunity, he would hold up, I want an iPhone. That's what he would hold up right now. You know, it's probably that. That's true, too. You know, never give up. <laughs> That'd right. be my response to him. So, but that's so cool. So last night, uh, Andrew, or la- well, walk me through what the day was like when you found out that uh, many of your colleagues had tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, including Ramsey yeah, and Higby. You know, it was wild. I mean, to go into the weekend, uh, we kind of knew uh, that uh, we had had one positive really kind of going in, uh, coming into the weekend on Saturday, and then the, to realize that a couple starters started falling out, uh, you know, day before the game uh, and then day of the game. Um, you know, it's one of those things that I said, I, I think it was one of those things you kind of needed as a team. It put you in a true back-against-the-wall, everybody-just-fight mentality and uh, that's how we responded. I think it gave us a great opportunity as a team to just truly just say, say, hey, you know what? All the pressure's off now. We're expected to not be able to go win on the road on Monday Night Football after losing some really key starters. And to go out and perform the way we did, I think it's something our team can build off of and a confidence that can help us moving forward. Yeah, and, and you know, the game kind of turned early on because Donald, you know, put a spin move on um, on – right on the quarterback, right on Kyler Murray and the tip ball for an interception. It's And then you guys go down the field and, and score a touchdown. That that had to have – was that in your estimation, the turning point of the game last yeah, night? Yeah, I think really just the energy we came out with to start the game and, and, and Billy, like guy like Aaron, that he has to just take over a game when he wants. And I think he did a great job of setting the tone for us for the day. And I mean, really from that first snap on, uh, I think that, uh, you know, our team – knew that it was going to be that kind of day, and, and uh, that's what we wanted. And, and so it ended up working in our favor, the energy and passion we came out with and, and just uh, backs against the wall perform, and we did it. What's it like in the huddle when uh, when Stafford and Cup uh, are cooking like that? Andrew? Man, it's a lot of fun. I mean, you know, to get Odell up and going too and, and Van Jefferson to play a big part, I mean, getting all those guys' confidence. And you know, that's what we said when Odell came in and Robert Woods got hurt is that you know, it's going to take some weeks to just get confidence and get everybody to kind of play in new positions and bands moving around. And 
you know, you got Cup, who's been just a tremendous all year. And uh, I think that you're starting to see it. You're starting to see guys develop some confidence and continuity. And, and uh, you know, I, I don't think we could be happier with the guys that are in our huddle right now and, and really the response that we've gotten from, from Odell and from Van, from everybody. Um, I think it's been great, and uh, I like the I like the direction our team's moving. We just got to keep working. Well, you know, and obviously this is not your first rodeo in the NFL, and certainly with the Rams. But what what Sony Michelle is doing for me right now, uh, looking at your team, it reminds me of the way things kind of work when everything works well for your offense. That it's a run oriented offense. That when you and the rest of your colleagues are firing out. And getting physical, and that was the conversation about your three-game losing streak, is that is that other teams were being more physical against you than you were against them. It strikes me, you know, like C.J. Anderson in the run yeah. towards the end of, of, of that year with Gurley and then Anderson. It just strikes me he gives you that, Sony, Andrew. He definitely does. I mean, he has been uh, somebody that a lot of guys have been excited about having in the huddle and the way he's running the football just really the attitude and the power and physicality he runs it with. And I definitely agree with you. He reminds me a lot of what we got from C.J. Anderson, um, you know, that, that year in 18 and, and uh, almost an identical style of runner. And it's definitely brought something to every kind of run, not just the ones where you're piling them all in there, but even in the gun and stuff like that. He, he brings such a physicality. He's going to make guys tackle. And uh, that, that puts a lot of stress on the defense when you when you got those things where you can run the football, put some physicality in the game, and then also throw it over their head. Um, that Those are the kind of marriage that we really need. That's the marriage we're looking for. And so he's brought that to us, and it's been great. And not only that, but his presence. I mean, you can tell being a Patriot, being in some big games, uh, he has a great demeanor out there. And last night was one of those guys just constantly in the huddle being positive and keeping a common force on us. Uh, he, he's been great to have. So you don't hold it against him that he scored the lone touchdown of that Super Bowl against you, right? You, don't you know, Rich, I'm almost over it. I'm moving on. Almost. <laughs> Sorry to bring it up. And I'll dap him up when he makes a good run, but yeah. not most of the time. <laughs> you know, we had Stafford on last week too, Andrew Whitworth. He said he's feeling good. He, didn't want to, he said that, that he didn't understand where all that stuff came from. And, boy, I mean, that throw to Van Jefferson last night, and I don't know if you saw as well Van given the, the, the game ball that he caught, um, the, the, the ball that he caught to his dad, who was, you know, was the receiver coach on the other side. It was just, it's quite a moment, you know, all of it, the, the, the throw and then the moment after the game. I don't know if you were aware of any of that, Andrew. Yeah, definitely. That? Uh, Van um, is a passionate guy and somebody that I've enjoyed getting to know, and, and uh, that kind of relationship with his dad, we were talking about that last night, just, uh, it's got to be really, really different to be facing your dad such a big moment in a game, and probably I'm sure really conflicting for him as well. I mean, being a coach and then also your son making big plays for the other team. But what a special deal that is, and then relationship they have, and couldn't be happier for Van. He's a guy that's got a great heart, and then a, a young player that's going to be really good in this league for a long time. Well, I, I just kind of get the sense, uh, and then we'll. I do want to talk about your your nomination for for the for the big enchilada of the Walter Payton Man of the Year award. Um, it just seems that you guys uh, might have, you know, put your foot in the ground and turned things around from that three-game losing streak and, and that this is the Rams team that we're going to see the rest of the way and potentially, you know, do what the Bucks did last year, which is play for the whole shooting match in your own home stadium. What do you say to that, Andrew Whitworth? What do you say? I say that's, I say that's the goal, and I say that's how we feel. I mean, I think we've uh, found a little, little bit of a niche of who we think we are and, and what we think we can do week in and week out, and we're confident and uh, – there's almost a new passion to our team right now. I think it was a, 
you know, one of those things that unfortunate to go through, but uh, really good for us to, to go through that three game streak and, and realize some things that we need to do better and, and be more focused on. And uh, I think our team's really excited and, and really confident. We got a lot of belief in each other. Was, okay, so let's talk about um, your your nomination. Congratulations uh, on on that. And I give you the floor on what you're up to here locally in Los Angeles and your community about your Walter Payton Man of the Year Award nomination work that you uh, that you have earned, Andrew. Yeah, I mean, Rich, you know, it's one of those things. It's it's always a humbling honor and, and something that you look across the league, man. It's just it's awesome to see in our sport how many guys are out there in the community doing amazing things and, and uh, it, it inspires you to pick it up and inspires you to, to do more yourself. And so I, I couldn't be more humbled and honored to be a part of that group. And then, you know, for us here in LA, it's, it's really, man, it's, it's, it's nothing special. It's nothing that we're promoting. It's, it's about, you know, finding ways that we can be there for people in the community in any way possible. And, and, you know, just meeting people where they are and seeing if we can be a positive step or hand or, or do whatever we can to, to help them get to where it is they're trying to get going. If it involves homelessness, if it involves our vets, um, you know, really anything in medical care for children, all those things we've, we've been a part of over our time here. I mean, one of the most humbling things I got to do was when I got presented the award, they actually put me on a screen with the 39 different charities and places that we've affected over our five mm. years here and, and videos from every one of those charities. It's uh it was really special, and it's something we're really proud of, and we're proud of our kids to get to be a part of it too. And you know, for us today, we got a unique opportunity where we're going to get to go uh, give away a home fully furnished to a family, and wow. uh, it's just something to us. It means the world to just be there for other people, make life more than just about yourself, and uh, that's what we try to do. And, and uh, it, it just every year we've been here, it's just grown and grown. So you're going to hand the keys to a fully furnished home to somebody today? Do they know that this is happening? Do they know this? Is- uh, they don't know yet, but they will soon. Wow. So you're going to surprise a family with a new home, fairly fully furnished. That's happening today yeah. in Los Angeles. That's yeah, happening today. We've uh, A couple weeks ago, we were able to help with some families down payments on some new houses. And, and then uh, now this week, so I, I did a pledge, Rich, this year that I would uh, give $20,000 uh, to try and help affect the homelessness situation in L.A. Uh, every week of the season that we had a home game. And so this is a part of that. We're collecting that money. And every every couple of weeks, we're trying to find something different to do in the community. And so this is a part of it. And, uh, man, we're excited about it. Yeah, man. Andrew Whitworth, you truly are. Well, look, man, um, thanks for calling in after that big win. And, you know, also, I just um, wanted to uh, have somebody from Louisiana uh, who is an <laughs> LSU guy call into the show to make it let everyone know what somebody from Louisiana sounds like. Um, so, because yeah. you know, apparently we need that. Apparently we need that, Rich. We uh, we have some uh, faulty microphones, I think, down there. What is? Uh, what, what do you mean? There's a microphone that makes sound, somebody who's from Massachusetts and spent 30 years coaching in the Midwest sound like they're from Louisiana? Is that what you're saying? There's such a microphone maybe, at LSU. Maybe it's like one of those uh, toners, you know. I mean, T Pain. Uh, we get working with some some uh, little tones <laughs> of the music there. You know, I don't I don't know what's going on, but uh, apparently there's a little verb in there that, that makes you say family instead of uh, family. So, <laughs> I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I I I don't know. What is you excited about Brian Kelly being down there now, coach your team? You know, I, I don't know him well, but I yeah. I mean, I think that uh, a lot of people I've talked to are excited about it, and um, you know, I, I uh, look forward to getting a chance to talk to him. Okay, and, uh, I think Tiger Town. You know what? There's a plenty of talent down there, and probably the most talent he'll have ever coached. 
down there at LSU, that's okay. for sure, because it, it, they're full of it. So hopefully we can get things going again. Part of the LSU family. Right? That's what he is That's now? That's right. The family. That's how you say it. <laughs> family. That's what it sounds like, right? Family. That's right. it. Well, congrats to you on yours. Uh, you're, I appreciate and it. And thanks for the call, Andrew. You're the man. Appreciate it. I appreciate it, Rich. Have a great day. For you too. That's Andrew Whitworth getting ready to give away a fully furnished home to an unsuspecting family. Family. After beating the Cardinals on Monday Night Football with his family. Rams family as a 40 year old dude what a story in the NFL what a great story in the NFL Andrew Whitworth good people Walter Payton Manny the year nominee love it let's take a break Terry Crews is going to join us when we come back yeah look at Terry up there Terry Crews can't wait to chat with him next Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Courtesy of our social media grandmaster, as he cares to be known, TJ Jefferson, at 2Jiggy, for those who care to follow our social media grandmaster. Uh, you've known this uh, gent for quite some time. We're thrilled to have here on the Rich Eisen Show. This is what we call um, you know, high-quality booking, not just because of who he is and what day it is. It's the 18th anniversary of Punked making its debut on MTV. But we are kind of stepping in it. There's Big Bears news, and he's a yeah. Big Bears fan. Ashton Kutcher here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, sir? 
I am delightful. How are you? I am better for talking to you. All right, screw it. Give me our favorite T.J. Jefferson story. <laughs> wow. let's, just jump, let's just jump right in. What do you got for me, Ashton? Oh, oh man. Oh, man. You, you know what the thing is? Is that, that um, uh, well, boy. So I, I, I have to think long and hard about this because T.J. has so much compromise on me that, uh, <laughs> that uh, I, I don't want to play. I don't want to play an exchange war with this man. Wow, what, what is this uh, photograph we're seeing right here? Let's help uh, Ashton out. It's you and him in a pool. And how yeah. old is this photograph that we're looking at right here? That that picture is from July the third, two thousand and one. Damn, we uh, we had just moved. He and I used to be roommates. We didn't. We never said that. And. Uh, he bought that house. He was, you know, he was nice enough to allow me to live there with him. And uh, we moved in the first day of July and we decided everyone would have a 4th of July party. So why don't we have a 3rd of July party? And, and this is the photograph we're seeing, huh, Ashton, yeah. on the screen here. It must be. I can't see the photo, but right. I'm, I'm assuming that it is. It is that. <laughs> yes, it is. You can take the trust. So. So okay, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you a great uh, TJ Jefferson. You don't have story. to, by the no, way. No, no, he does. Know. Please turn his no, microphone no, off. No, no, this is this, okay. this is this is this is a quality yes. one. This, this is, uh, I'll put a little shine on you. Okay. Uh, so so, you know, TJ and I, TJ was like, we worked together for a while, and started traveling around the world and doing various things when I, I would go on promotional tours for day. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in front of a green screen for several hours with this man. Uh, and it was just a delight, just a delight to, to hang with him and just see how people react to him. Just such a good dude and um, an outstanding host in anything that he does. And uh, it's because of, I saw firsthand that he and I together can make beautiful music to make the Jonas Brothers look like real Olympic athletes. And joining me here on the Rich Eisen Show, Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line in uh, advance of Rumble, which is available for streaming tomorrow on Paramount Plus, the great Terry Crews. How you doing, Terry? Hey, Rich. How you doing, man? Uh, <laughs> it's good to hang with you again. <laughs> it is. That was a fun day. That was a that was a fun day. That was good. We we did a, a miracle making <laughs> them look like Olympic athletes. That was phenomenal it was and then we were watching it we we we, we knew it was coming obviously because we were we were putting the show together and then uh we couldn't believe it ended with with uh, i think nick jonas like breaking a rib and we're like wait a minute I know. like what i know <laughs> that is, you know the sports ain't no joke is what everybody has to re- get the, the message that every everyone has to get from that i know and then i love seeing all these commercials on uh sunday night football of you promoting the upcoming olympic coverage the winter olympic coverage yes. Oh, yeah, man. I'm so proud of that, man. I, this, because these athletes are absolutely incredible. And it's kind of like, you know, I can only imagine during a pandemic yeah. and, and the whole thing that everyone's trying to get through everything. And on top of that, you have to keep your, your keep up your shape and your skill level. It's just incredible, man. So I, I was like, anything I could do to give them more light and more help, uh, I'm in. Uh, I'm a fan. Well, when you're not doing your 90 jobs, Terry Crews, um, and you do have a minute to watch a football game, how do you watch it? Do you do you still watch it with like a football mind from your you your know, years of playing it? First how? of all, I I don't have that kind of time. What I, I'm a sports center guy. I okay. literally I, what I realized is that you can watch all the games yes. by watching Sports Center, all of it, and you don't miss things. You literally did not miss one thing at all. If it was worth watching, it was shown. 
You so, know what I mean? <laughs> so you don't just settle. You just don't settle in. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take three hours. I'm gonna watch this football game. You just oh, don't do that. three hours. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> too much to do. I, I literally have too much to do. I, I'm like, I can't. Three hours. I could either take a nap. <laughs> one of those hours, and then it's time to get back to work, man. It's you know, it's kind of like for right now. I have to strike while the iron's hot. Yeah, of course, you know what I'm saying. Well, you're killing it. Realize, man, these are opportunities that may not come back again, especially now after after the whole world shut down. I'm taking advantage of everything. So, uh, do you ever dream that you're playing football again? Do you ever have any one of those, Terry? Yeah, mm-hmm. I've definitely had football dreams, man. I, you know, I stay in shape. I. Yeah. I literally am right now. I'm, I'm in probably the best shape of my life. I'm 235, but I'm not in hitting shape. Like people forget, the NFL. You, you know, it's fine as an athlete, but once you take any of those hits, it's like being in a car accident every quarter, and it takes its toll. And I had to really, I had to spend years healing up after that. So no kidding. I like to dream about football, but not doing it. So are you scoring in your dreams? Are you scoring or you're taking somebody? No, I'm hitting. I, I never was on the off. I would never consider myself on the offense side. That, that's, that's so you never dope. had a, you, In your three years, you never had a scoop and score for the Rams and never, the Chargers? Never. Never. I, I was always hitting folks. That was the, my big highlight was I got knocked out on Monday Night Football. I, <laughs> you, can, you can Google it. Google Terry Crews knocked out on Monday Night Football. It's right there. Is that really? I was on the Chargers. And we were playing Indianapolis Colts. Who put you to sleep? Who did that? Do you remember? Oh, well, I, I hit Clarence Burden, who was the smallest <laughs> man in the NFL at the time. I hit him. I don't mean to and, laugh. And I knocked myself out. <laughs> so you hit Clarence Burden. I remember that. I haven't heard that name in forever. So there yeah. you are with the Chargers. And then, so was that, did you, were you on the team that made the Super Bowl or were you, is that the no, team? No, let me tell you the heartbreak that is the NFL is that I was on the team right before that, came back to camp, went all the way down the, the wire and got cut before in 1994. And they kept calling me all year saying that they were going to bring me back and never did. And they went all the way to the Super Bowl. This that is was hard. Bobby Ross was the coach? Was that the guy? Bobby who- Ross. Exactly. My coach, Dale Lindsay, was the linebacker coach, and Bobby Ross was the coach. And they kept saying, yeah, we're going to bring you back. Bobby Beathard, that was Bobby Beathard's team back sure. then. And, uh, yeah. and I just was, man, and I stayed in town and waited and waited, and it never happened. You I know, mean, the heartbreak. Of, uh, first of all, all the heartbreak I went through in the NFL got me ready for Hollywood, for real. Yeah, because you get to be. <laughs> but you, you have to face rejection. I mean, Hollywood is rejection. I mean, if you can stand the rejection, you're right. going to make it. Because hmm. it's all no. It's just all kind of audition, audition. You never hear anything. And no one will ever tell you that it, you, you're, you're not going to make it. Like, they all say, oh, it's going to be great. And then they never call you. So it gets you super ready for rejection. You just learn to just keep going. And I did that. I played seven years in the NFL on six different teams. I mean, all over the place. Right. And it was just because I didn't quit, and I realized, you know what, I can keep doing this, but in Hollywood, why not? Do you have a Same good life? Do you have a good Junior Seau story, Terry? Anything wow! About- First of all, oh man, you know, a Junior was a warrior. At I mean, at his heart, man. I the big, big Junior the Junior Seau story I have mm-hmm. is I remember we had a specific play that was drawn up, uh, you know. It, it, he was supposed to drop back in coverage, and it was like cover two or whatever. And 
he just decided he was just going to rush. <laughs> he just decided, no, I'm going to blitz. And everybody was like, oh, I, mean, I remember watching, like, what is he doing? And he literally got the quarterback. He got a sack. And every time he, he made those moves like that all the time, but it would always work for him. He had a, you know, he had a true spidey sense when it came to, the, the, you know, the NFL field. It was like Spidey sense. He decided he was just going to go, and it always worked. When I tried that, it was like, what the hell are you doing, Jerry Drew? <laughs> you know, I got chewed out. I was like, I'm going to sure. rush. And they're like, what the hell? Right. Right. It I'm sure. Fun. I think I might have told you this, and if that's the case, then I'm sorry. But because, uh, you know, all that time we did spend over the summer just waiting around to, to shoot. But um, I remember I, my my first time I ever saw Junior say out, Terry, was the Rose Bowl USC versus Michigan. It was the last game in Bo Schembechler's coaching career. I covered it. It was the last thing I ever did as a member of the student newspaper at Michigan. And I remember at one point looking down at the flip chart, the flip card with the names and numbers to see if there were two number 55s on the field. If there were like, if there just happened to be another 55. Because, you know, there's like 100 kids on a college roster. Sometimes they, they wear the same number. Nope. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I, I kept looking down. I'm like, how the hell did he get there? Because he was there before the snap. How the hell did he get there? It was one yeah. of the greatest performances I've ever seen in my entire life. Ever. That day. Ever. I mean, he was like that. Like I said, he was, he knew what was happening before right. it happened. It was crazy. And we, we all, I mean, full defense, we, I remember us all sitting there like, hey, man, what can we say? I mean, do what you want to do, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was that kind of thing, you know? Right, I know. Terry Crews here on the Rich Eisen Show. Rumble, available for streaming tomorrow, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus, Based on the graphic novel Monster on a Hill, you and some very famous names and voices as well. Uh, good for the kids, just in time for Christmas. Yay? That's right. Yes? Right. Great family, family movie. You know, it reminds me of my first job in entertainment, which uh, I, I was on a TV show called Battle Dome, where I played this character named T-Money. It was like a wrestling-style, American gladiator-style show, but on steroids. I mean, we were putting people in the hospital. It was crazy. Uh, this was 1999, and I was, you know, they put me in a cage, set the ends on fire, and I wrestled contestants, and whoever was left standing in the cage won the prize come on it sounds uh, like running man terry that's like oh it was it was well listen it was pre-mma like people hadn't really you know that's back when in the you know mixed martial arts were in bars and the whole thing you had big butter bean you know they're battling people and stuff for me this was crazy because it was i was fresh out of the nfl but it was my first job in entertainment Mm. so this was where i got the whole thing about sports and entertainment which kind of it's both, you know, and I played it up real big. It was like Grand Theater and the whole thing. And this Rumble movie reminded me totally because it's all about these monsters who battle on behalf of their cities. And we have all all these other WWE superstars in the movie. And it just reminded me of my humble beginnings, how it, all, how it all started. That's why I knew I had to be involved. Yeah, I know Roman Reigns is in it, speaking of WWE. Right. Um, yes. Stephen A. Smith, do we consider him a wrestling star in some way? 
He's got he's got the the bravado entertainment part. (laughs) I would say so. I would say so. Uh, He he could wrestle. You know, he just wrestled with the mic. You know, you know how guys get up there and they do these like twenty minute speeches before they even. Oh yeah. You know, before any wrestling happens, that's Stephen A. That's him. Absolutely, Will Arnett, Tony Danza for those uh, guys uh, old school right there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. The boss. I can't wait. This will be great for for my kids and uh, and and I to to watch it. We, they they came home from summer camp and watched our uh, our Jonas Brothers uh, venture too, Terry. And they're all big they fans think? of yours. You know they bro- love Brooklyn Nine Nine. So they all they you know, I got daddy points for hanging with you. So I appreciate that. You know, Rich, I have to tell you, man, there's just just not enough. You know, when you look at entertainment, everything's really segmented right now. You know, you can have a three-year-old watching something. You got a seven-year-old watching something. You got a 14-year-old. I love being involved with family entertainment. This is why I love AGT. This is why I love movies like this where everybody can, like, all right, now we can all sit down and then afterwards have a conversation about what we just saw. Those are valuable times because it's just rare. Well, Rumble again is going to be on Paramount Plus starting tomorrow. Uh, Terry, you take care of yourself. Have a great holiday. Let's do this in person next time. Uh, oh, I, you got it, man. Blast. You got it, Rich. Thank you so much, brother. Happy holidays R- to you and your family. Right back at you. That's Terry Crews, everybody, right here on the uh, the Rich Eisen Show. He was right across the hall from me, Chris, when you called me up saying, let's do an NIL deal for kids. Hey. Is right, that's where I was when you called me up. Amazing. And I looked at the play where he got concussed. Yes. And the crazy thing is, as he's laying there, his teammate, I guess it was just a football team. Pulled sma- No, he smacks him on his head. Like, when he's getting up, like, hey, <laughs> yeah. good job. And it's like, he's face down. I don't think, you know, obviously he's not thinking. The guy's not thinking, but he, like, just smacked him on his head. <laughs> Why he was face down on the turf. Well, again, you know, uh, the crazy thing is, and that we, we learn more and more about concussions. There, I'll say, I mean, I know wasn't planning on talking about this, but. There, there is something that I learned because, you know, I, you talk about this stuff enough and you learn enough about it. There's something called a fencing response when somebody is concussed. And what that is, is the arms go up. You're lying down and your arms go up. So if you ever see a player hit their head and they get concussed and they're down on the ground and their arms go up. That's called a fencing? It's called a fencing response. I don't know why, but that's wow. what it's called. Okay, I know that. And yeah. so and so the problem with that is, is it makes teammates think, hey, get me up. Okay. It makes them right. think that your arms are up. Hey, help me up. I just right. need help up because I just got knocked down. And instead, it's like, don't, don't touch, touch somebody me. who does that. And you see that you a know? lot. In my you fantasy football league, we, we named that a viceroy because we, we didn't – it was kind of like a joke. Like, what do you call that? Because we all noticed that – the, the arms so someone go up. just came the up with a name up. called and the Viceroy. Trust me, those, those red hats or whatever they're called on the sideline, whose job it is to see if somebody was dinged up or con- I shouldn't use the word for that at all. Somebody was concussed or not, they look for that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. It's just like the body, like rigor mortis sets, sets in almost. And I'm telling you, when so I saw stiff. DeAndre Hopkins' head hit the ground yeah. and he came out of the game all wobbly, I thought to myself, he's going to be in the protocol this week. It's so crazy just like when we were kids playing Middle school football growing up. Hey, you just got your bell rung. Get back out there. Not anymore, bro. <laughs> Crazy. Not anymore. All right, when we come back, I'm going to wrap up this show by saying the most New York thing I've said in quite some time. So be warned. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's coming up next. <laughs> How's that for a tease? I love it. All right, good. 
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is the Rich Eisen Show. You know, we were talking about family entertainment and how it's great to watch something. And I'm, I totally, as a family, family. Uh, the number of times it's just like, you know, Taylor wants to watch this. They don't want to watch that. They don't want to watch this. They don't want to watch that together. That when you get something that everybody watches together, it's a home run. And I'm not just saying this because it's Peacock, but my family, we have been sitting around and we have watched Bacon It over and over and over again. Maya Rudolph and Andy Samberg, it is a holiday baking competition. The judges are grandmothers. And it is laugh out loud hilarious and so much fun. And uh, I can't recommend it enough. We are watching it a number of times. It's like they're all over the place. And we're like, do you want to watch a bacon it? And they come running in. It works. So check it out right here on Peacock. See, I don't even need the copy. That's what it is. <laughs> watch it with the kids. It's great. The other night uh, it was let's watch a movie. And again, Uh-oh. I think I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting more and more good? soft. I'm getting more and more soft. What movie? Uh, the movie that they finally all agreed on, even though we've seen it before, is Elf. And it hits every time, yeah, dude. Every time it each hits. Each time, each time at the end. And again, now that Ed Asner has passed away, yeah. you know, I kind of the singing. It gets me, man. It gets me that the singing and that all coming together, and Sonny Corleone has got a <laughs> nice. You know, warm heart all of a sudden, and 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 you know, and they're all singing, and that's what gets Santa's sleigh off the ground. The belief in Christmas, Christmas you know, even a Jew, I mean, all loud for all to up, hear, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a Christmas movie. That's a Christmas movie. Bob Newhart is funny as all get out. Bob Newhart's really funny. You know what I saw? I've been reading. That movie's like 18 years Do you know old. what's a little Easter egg on this? Apparently I read that the when when he's on the streets of New York as the elf for the first time, yeah. those are yeah. all unsuspecting New Yorkers. Oh, those right. are not like. Oh, and, he's, he's trying to, he's hopping across. Uh, right. And there's a guy who looks like Santa and he screams Santa too. Yeah. Like that was just like a real New Yorker. Wow. Ah, 2003, and, that movie. And, yes. um, and also, um, the uh, the guy who plays the Gimbals, um, Christmas 
store manager, you know, the yeah, guy. Yeah, the big, big yeah, black right. dude. He was a comedian. Right. He he wears a name tag that says Wanda on it because apparently that role was originally intended for Wanda Sykes. <laughs> wow, who didn't really? do it for some reason. And he still wore the same name tag. It says Wanda on his name tag. I didn't know that one before. He's amazing in that role. He's terrific in it. Faison Love. Zoe Dashanel. You've never seen Elf? I mean, you just I, gave me that oh, look yeah, of like I, whatever. Oh, I like I know Elf and I've seen oh. bits and pieces, but I, I don't uh, like it's not something that I DJ, regularly watch. Tonight? I'm not watching put, it tonight. Put, what are you doing tonight? It's Tuesday. Just put it on. I'm I know what he's watch. watching tonight. I'll get to that in a second, but you do need to oh. see this film. I mean, look, I've, I know oh. it's like I've seen bits and pieces. I'm sure in 2003 I watched it the whole way through, but it's just not one of those movies that it's I It's a Christmas movie. It's about a, the spirit of Christmas. Trap? It leaves oh. you in a nice warm spot. It's what about families. It's about father-son. It's about Artie Wang plays the, the It's not about blowing Santa. up a building. You know what I mean? No. Then like other Christmas movies. Elf. Christmas movie. Only Christmas movie I acknowledge has Nakatomi Plaza in it. That's it. Cage is obsessed with the diehard uh, Christmas book that they turned into like like the night before Christmas. Oh, really? I've oh. never seen that. It's just, a, it's just a book, and it tells diehard, but as the night before Christmas, it you rhymes. You know what? He loves it. <laughs> I, there's, here's what I hope for one day. Nakatomi here's Santa? what I can't wait for one right day. Here. This is what I hope for one day, is that Cage grows up. <laughs> he sees Die Hard. Okay, he loves he he loves it. He hears from his father over and over and over again that it's a Christmas movie because Dad always pops it on during Christmas and says it's a Christmas movie. And Cage then oh, comes oh, oh. home one day and says, and then says, Dad, I just saw on YouTube this video of the guy who plays John McClane, who's you know. Uh, Bruce Willis, I, I, I just saw him say Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie, and you told me it was. And then you've got to tell him, guess who wrote that line for Bruce? <laughs> yeah. Your mom. And I can't wait for that moment to happen in your household. It's going to happen. But she did it. It's years from now. It may be a bit. Maybe a bit, or maybe. Bruce said, I'll buy that. I'll read that line because I believe it. <laughs> so all of it, all of it is in store. In the Brockman-Tiana <laughs> household. And I can't wait for it. I just, you know, hope we're still on the air when that happens. You know, 10, 12, some odd years from now, right? <laughs> Teenage Cage, who's on YouTube, probably more than mom and dad really want him to. And say, Dad, that Christmas movie you're saying, the guy who plays John McClane, uh, he says it's not a Christmas movie. And then you've got to sit him down. Well, son... Uh, the roast that your mom writes for, yeah. she wrote that line for him. He doesn't really believe it, and, well, but he said it. I can't wait. Please. Now, now back to golf practice. Is that what it is? <laughs> is that what it will be? Yeah. And now let me watch you hit this putt. Okay. So um, here's the most New York thing I'm going to say in quite some time. I'll just say it. Uh, Steph Curry last night was within seven three-pointers of surpassing Ray Allen's all-time mark for most three-pointers made in the NBA, okay? And so uh, he came up with five last night. He's too shy. One shy of tying, one of surpassing. Two three-pointers shy. Do that. He could do that in his sleep, as we all know. Shouldn't take him more than a couple of minutes in the first quarter of the next game that he's playing. And I thought to myself, where is he playing? Could it be at home, maybe in front of the home crowd? When is it going to be? Nope. It's tonight. 
and it's in Madison Square Garden. Hey now. The world's most famous arena, and the most New York thing I can say is that's where it should be. As much as I despise the owner of the New York Knickerbockers and everything that he stands for, and all the New York Knick fans out there celebrating that season-opening win as if it was for the Larry Francis O'Brien Trophy, and since then have seen nothing but mediocre basketball. Um, it still is a gym that is unlike any other, that the fans, when they cheer, there's a noise that does not sound like any other arena. And the number of people who have been in that arena and its predecessor, after the same name, and done remarkable things frequently um, at the expense of the home team, it's only fitting that Steph Curry is crowned as the greatest shooter, perhaps, in the history of basketball in that arena tonight, where John Starks once played and shot three-pointers with the exception of being in Houston that one night. Um, you know, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of cool. So I'll be watching that tonight. Will you? Is that what you'll be doing instead of watching Elf this evening? <laughs> uh, Warriors, Knicks. Yeah, they'll definitely be on one, one TV. Right? Yeah. I want to see that record. And then maybe over. you'll be watching the nightcap uh, to see if Lillard's uh, game is worthy of the Sixers to go get him. Well, I mean, he apparently doesn't want to come to us. So. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. Did you see the video of him talking about uh, the relationship he has with Joe Cronin, the new GM? Uh, they're both from Oakland. They're both Raiders fans. They love chit-chatting. They love talking. Oh, really? He loves being there. That's great. People don't understand how he just loves Portland. Portland loves him. What's the big deal? Nothing, but like I said He's not a ring chaser. That's yeah, all. Like I said before, He doesn't want to go chasing a ring for you in Philadelphia. Dame is now going to be in that, that list of players, unfortunately, who are as great as they are. People are always going to put the yeah but after his name. Why? And that, what do you mean, why? Because why? they will. That's how people are. No, but why do you think that there's going to be a yeah but for do you him? you think Portland's winning the title anytime Not, soon? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think you do know. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 you kind of know. No, I don't know. You're smart, and if you were going to do that thing that Brockman does that you claim you have no you know, you know idea about, I don't think that you would put you know, shekels on the, I think he will. Do you know, who was, you know who was a yeah but for a long time? Who? John Elway. Yeah, but he went to three Super Bowls before he won. I understand. And he was a yeah but with all of them. He was still a yeah but. John Elway was one of the most famous yeah buts in the history of yeah buts. But I think TJ's point is they made it. Denver made it to the Super yeah. Bowl. Portland ain't even going to make it. John Elway, excuse me. To this day, even, with all of these Mount Rushmore shenanigans that get played on Twitter or the cut one and suddenly somebody starts trending and you're wondering if they're dead because they have no business trending is because people are all talking about which quarterback of these six do you cut or which two do you cut, which one do you start, which one do you bet. The number of times I still see Elway gets cut because well, he's, he was nothing until Terrell Davis showed up. There's a lot of yeah buts, and then at the end of their careers, Jerome Bettis is a yeah but. There's a lot of yeah buts that suddenly somebody gets drafted, something happens, and he's still there, and it's just like, isn't that nice? Yeah. yeah now but. those are rare. Those are rare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, there's more yeah buts than 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 yeah buts taken off of the yeah but crosshairs. I mean, you're a little older than me, yeah, and so crosshairs. you might remember. I don't remember 
like, and I get what you're saying about people now revisionist history, like kind of don't recognize how great John Elway was. Yeah. But I don't really remember a time growing up where, oh, I mean, we all, oh, we all knew that John Elway was the Because he got his ass blown out. Denver got there Bust. and then got blown out. Yeah. They didn't yeah. come close. They got blown out every time. They were they were known as the team that was just going to be like fodder for whoever came out of the NFC because Elway wasn't all that. That's all you heard. Okay. And then he went back, back to then, back, so. and then he helicoptered one of them, and this one was for John. All of that. The other way and around. Also, I think because Elway never threw for like 30 TDs in the season. But Elway I, was I don't one understand. of the greats at the position. He is. He made the top 100. NFL top 100, I and I don't have an argument with that at all. No. John, at Elway, John Elway was a beast, people. Well, I'm just saying, so be careful. You're saying that Lillard's never going to win one there, ever. Right now, doesn't look like they're going to win. It looks like they'll be struggling to make the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. You know? there's, a and so, of, there's a lot going on with that team, with Chauncey correct. and players. We'll see them tonight. You know, so. so you'll be scouting, right? You'll scout tonight. Well, you What know. else are you going to do? You're not watching Elf, clearly. <laughs> Who knows, man? It's only it's not even noon yet. I got a, fig- a lot of time to figure out my that amazing. I know exactly what I'm doing tonight. Right now. I know what the rest of my day looks like minute day? by minute. Do you re- Talk to us. What's I don't need like? to sound it out. It's, you know, oh, I thought you were ready to talk parent, about it. A lot of parenting stuff. It's okay. a lot of other things. It's, you know, you know, the half hour I need to hide from everybody, too. <laughs> How's that work out for you? You know, I don't plan any of my days. God bless. Are you, aren't you working today or something? You're not no, working? You're nope. off. I'm off. Well, you're not okay. going out in the boat. That's for I'm sure. definitely not going out in the boat today. Okay. The boat's actually out of the water. With <laughs> okay. Thank you for letting us know that. Yeah. We greatly appreciate that. Do we have a name? I forget. Is yeah, it... Margaritaville, which is the name that was on it that I have to change. Okay. Eventually. What is it going to be? I thought you were going to name it Mama D, aren't you? I'll buy another boat. I may get it. Well, you get another you know, boat. How much are you paying this guy? This guy. I'm, <laughs> I'm <laughs> Not enough to buy multiple boats. <laughs> I mean... Hey, Rich, the team you trust the most, the Rams, 53%. Really? And then who's second? Cowboys, 20%. Chargers, 14%. No love for the Bills, 13%. Dude, Cowboys at 20%. One in five say they trust the Cowboys. There's a lot of haters out there. So. Uh-huh. How about Oh, baby. In studio tomorrow. At this very moment tomorrow, we'll be catching our breaths because Burt Kreischer will have just been through here. The, the machine, machine is Shirt- here. Shirtless tomorrow, boys? Yeah. Shirtless Wednesday. <laughs> Everybody will be hoping for another powerhead. Uh, especially me. Peace out. That'll wrap it up for this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Thanks to Andrew Whitworth, Terry Cruz, Devontae Adams, and Tom Pelissero. We'll be back again. Burt Kreischer headlining tomorrow right here on our program. We'll take you to Brother from Another next for those on the radio chat in about 24 hours. <laughs>